It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. In preparation. I mean, this isn't Florida. I mean, we all know that. I mean, as much as recruit and bring people up and, and, and they come to my house in June, that lake freezes. It's not that hard to figure out. For us, we did a lot of things proactively leading up to that because that was the first cold weather game of the year. Usually the first First cold weather game of the year, I will go overboard. And we were asked Tanner, and we were dunking his hands in ice buckets as he got the signal every, between every play, right? And, and then spraying the football free, frozen footballs. We have the frozen footballs out today. Um, and then we'll be practicing outside. We'll be at the stadium tomorrow. Wait, did he say he was dunking Tanner Morgan's hands in frozen, like near frozen it's water? It's the Belichick thing, yeah. The Patriots so Belichick does love that too? to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I take back everything I said about being worried about this game. If that's how much the Gophers are preparing, they win this game by 14 points. <laughs> I'm sorry for doubting the Gophers. It's amazing preparation. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you thought P.J. Fleck was crazy. <laughs> well, I love P.J. Fleck, but he might be a little crazy. So our next guest is an ESPN college football analyst now. He also is he's a host on Sirius XM, Pac-12 channel, and he does great work helping people with mental health disorders and addiction at FocusedIntensity.org. It is Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Welcome Ryan Leaf to the Mackie and Jug with Rami show. Uh, Ryan, did you ever have uh, ever have a coach dunk your hands in near frozen water to get prepared for a cold weather game? I did. Yeah, we uh, we he had me do a. I called it uh, ruins Ryan's self self esteem day. Um, <laughs> and what they would do, they'd bring out cold freezing water, or if we were going to a place where it was going to rain and be hot out, he'd have just like mucky water where I would have to take the, the football and dunk it into the bucket before I threw the pass. Wow. And I literally hated it. And he was preparing for me for games where it was going to be bad weather, inclement weather. And sure enough, uh, the Apple Cup, uh, the game to get us to go to the Rose Bowl, we ended up playing the full game in rain. And I can't, I, I couldn't tell you uh, during the game uh, that it actually rained during that game uh, because I just was so mentally uh charged uh, in the right direction of doing those things. My muscle memory just took over, and I went out and threw for like 350-some yards and, and a couple touchdowns, and we won and went to the Rose Bowl. What's worse as a quarterback, the wet or the cold? The wet, because the cold, your body's so hot, so the ball becomes like this this thing that just sticks to your hand, and you can spin it like crazy. So, <laughs> uh, And when it's snowing and it's cold, loving it. When it's raining and the ball is wet, that's the problem. So, and it sounds like Saturday you could have a little bit of both, like freezing, rain, sleep. The, the worry I yes. have about Saturday for the Golden Gophers is the wind because 
The difference in these two football teams is that Wisconsin runs the hell out of the football. And what Minnesota does is so great is in the air. They run the ball well, yes, but where they're different is what they do with with the trio of wide receivers in Tanner Morgan. Yeah, that's uh, and and I mean the the fact that the Gophers have two what we think are at least two NFL caliber wide receivers it's such a huge advantage unless Mother Nature uh, puts a wrinkle into it. So what what did you see? Because you were one of the first people nationally several weeks ago to jump on this bandwagon and say, "All right, no, I know- no, 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 no." Did you just say several weeks ago? Several months ago. Months. It was months ago, right? Are you guys kidding me? You guys got to be on this. July 29th, wow. prediction, Big Ten West <laughs> champion, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Listen Come to you. on. Yeah, I've been on I've been this sorry. for a long, long time. Phil accuses himself and, uh, for the rest of the interview. I thought it was like September. My God, July 29th? What's the what's yes, the what's sir. the Powerball going to be next week, Ryan Leaf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I I just I I love PJ Fleck. I love what he's about. I I saw what they did at the end of the year, and I looked at their schedule, and I saw that they didn't play crossover games against Michigan or Ohio State, and I saw all their home games were going to be uh, against the the prominent opponents in, in Penn State, Wisconsin, and and Nebraska, who everybody thought was going to be much better. I thought the only stumbling block for them may be at Kinnick Stadium, and sure enough, you know. Uh, there you are. So yeah, I've been I, I, I was really fond of of this football team, and I felt like they were going to be able to do something in the West, uh, and they've definitely done that. They have an opportunity on Saturday to 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 finish that up, and and I've been in contact with with Coach Fleck and that staff and that that crew all year long. Really proud of them. They've made my my college football year, especially in the broadcasting side of things, in my first year, really really fun. You, you look super smart too. Uh, so when when it when it comes to Fleck, you know, we always talk about the the fact that you know players seem to gravitate towards him, and and he's got an up tempo uh, style and personality. But Ryan, tell me this: how special is he when it just comes to flat out coaching? Because offensively, when when he got the job here, we were basically told this guy can just coach, and it does seem like their offensive scheme itself is really, really smart and definitely works. No, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good football coach, but he's also a salesman, right? And, right. and to be honest with you, to be a, a, a successful head coach in places like Pullman, Washington, and Minneapolis, Minnesota, you've got to be eccentric and, and maybe be a little weird. And that's not a bad word, but P.J. Fleck is exactly that. You know, a guy running around, you know, yelling out, roll the boat and have oars all over the place. There's something odd with that, right? And it's, it's, it's almost a uh, snake oil salesman or something like that. But his guys buy in and he's got a great football mind and he's got a great staff around him that make him better. He understands all of that goes into it. So, you know, he, he was very successful at Westbrook, Michigan to do the thing that he did to go undefeated and get to the New Year's six in the group of six. I think is, uh, very telling on what he's going to be able to cap and be capable of, uh, of doing at, at Minnesota. And you, you've got to, a really good look at it because offensively they've been super dynamic. I mean, a few weeks ago against Penn State, you had a quarterback who completed uh, who had who had more touchdowns than incompletions in that football game. It's just been exceptional. He's an offensive genius, I think, and and he's in a right spot. And and you know, I applaud uh, the university for giving him that extension and keeping him there because it's going to be. Uh, successful run with PJ Fleck at the helm. Yeah, Ryan Leaf is our guest here on Mackie and Judd with Rami, and uh, I think so. Tanner Morgan wasn't highly recruited or, or touted, but 
Uh, everything that we see and hear, he's a great leader. He he commands the offense. And I, I guess my question to you is, what are the things, when you look at quarterbacks that are moldable, so 16 to 22-year-old, really moldable quarterbacks, what are the things that are very much teachable, and what are the non-starters that are just, you either have it or you don't? Um, I mean, competitive nature, right? Uh, I mean, I, I, when I get a kid in the room, I just want to see uh, an utter competitiveness in no matter anything they do, whether we're, we're messing around playing pool or, or ping pong or anything like that. I need a competitive guy, and I need a leader. I need a guy that's not afraid to speak up and talk about things and be uh, and, and also uh, hold other people's people accountable i think that's what leadership is um you know that doesn't mean you you are unfallible it just means that you are capable of of looking at somebody else and saying hey we need to be better here we need to do this better and and i really feel like tanner morgan's that guy and i think people respect him and his teammates uh you know love what he brings to the brings to that fundamental and technical things at a quarterback position i think can always be improved on i mean there's always a talent factor right Right. I mean that that's that's when people recruit players for their talent that's it they always feel like they can do things technical and fundamental and and I think he's improved on that I think that his release has quickened I feel like his, his footwork has been better in the pocket I feel like he's been more decisive uh, and those are all things you can learn with experience and this year he's only gotten better as the season has gone on and it was the epitome of that in both the Penn State and Iowa game I thought he was really good in the Iowa game as well I mean, that fourth down pass was right on the money that got dropped that, that really would have put him over the top. So I expect uh, nothing short of what we've seen this year from Tanner Morgan on Saturday. Big football game. Uh, conditions could be a problem, and, and uh, it's going to be a matter of how he gets past that and doesn't let him affect him in a negative way. What impresses me about him as well is this. He seems to be flatlined consistently. Like there's not a lot of ups and downs and panics or looks of oh my god. He just seems to to be uh, consistent. And I I got to think if you're playing with a guy like that and he's your quarterback, it makes you feel pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you got a guy not screaming on the sideline or, or you know, I've always said this about emotional quarterbacks, right? As long as that emotion's focused inward to the team and not outward to the opposition, you can utilize that. You can you can grow on that. And when you got a guy that's fired up with him and his teammates when they score, they're celebrating, uh, and it's not about other people, that's the leadership you're looking for. And that's why I'm always so impressed with guys that have that kind of emotion, but it's inward and about the team and not outward about the opponent. No taunting, no finger-pointing. It's not about somebody else. It's about your enjoyment and what you're doing and what how successful your team has been. Is there any reason why Minnesota, even though it's been largely dormant on a national level for decades, is there any reason why in a top 15 media market, they've got a new practice facility, if, if P.J. Fleck, uh, if he gets paid enough to stay and wants to stay, is there any reason why Minnesota can't be on the level of Wisconsin or at least be competing for Rose Bowls once every three or four years? Of course not. Uh, they, they more than can be in, in, in any situation like that, right? They. They can definitely be in a, in the conversation in the West every single year when they're not talking about having to deal with the Ohio States and, and, and Michigans of the world. You know, you got Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, those types of teams in the West. They definitely can. All of that can be true if you found the right guy, and I think you have. And I wouldn't necessarily say every three years, right? You could compete every year and be in the conversation. You know, traveling around in the in the Big Ten is difficult. Yeah, you got to deal with Penn State. You got to deal with the likes of Ohio State and Michigan, like I said, and Wisconsin and. You know, Indiana's gotten better, and Illinois is getting better as well. So Purdue's been up and down. They 
and are paying a head coach like uh, they need to be a, a top 10 program. So they better turn into one soon. Uh, Nebraska and Scott Frost going into his third year. I mean, you know, it's going to be competitive, but I don't see why they can't be at the top uh, competing for that every single year yeah. with P.J. Fleck and that staff. All right, so before we let you go, what is your – I mean, you don't have to make an official prediction of, like, score, but, like, does your gut does your gut lean Minnesota, or what, 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 what would you say this weekend? Yes, definitely, definitely. I, I, I don't think the, the road stops here. Um, uh, if they make it to Pasadena – uh, I'm, I'm going to be an honorary captain for them, so they better <laughs> nice. get to Pasadena. Wow, uh, that's man. the way we need to put it. Uh, I, I think they win this weekend. Yeah, I think that it, it, you know, the elements may be a problem, but I just, I think there's a destiny to a season, and, and this is it. Uh, Brock Heward was quarterback for Washington uh, my last year, and he just, he always told me the story that that final year when we went on to the Rose Bowl, there was just a destiny to it. No matter what they did in that Apple Cup game, it just seemed like he. You know, you couldn't get past it. And I really do feel like there's a destiny to what uh, Minnesota's doing. And because Ohio State's so elite and so good, and not saying that they couldn't be competitive in the Big Ten championship, but if they are able to get that and not be able to get it done against probably the uh, arguably the best team in the country, uh, what a great consolation prize. Uh, and going to a Rose Bowl for the first time in 57 years. I think that is that is pretty, pretty darn special and well-deserving. Uh, the fact that they are a, uh, a double-digit win team this year, too, is says a lot about their perseverance and their ability to block out the noise and just get it done. So, yeah, I think they beat the Badgers this weekend, take that axe, run around town and celebrate before they go to Indianapolis and, and, and battle their tail off against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. That is Ryan Leaf. And for the record, it was July 29th, and I looked it up. It was actually July 29th of 2011 that you predicted that about P.J. Fleck and the Gophers. I, it's been eight years ago. <laughs> Crazy. Ridiculous. So Yeah, for, yeah for, from my prison cell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought. Exactly. Well, we appreciate it. We had, a, we had a blast with you at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and uh, you're, uh, you're, just, you're doing an awesome job now as a – as a media talking head, and I think Gopher fans appreciate your optimism, and we'll see what happens on Saturday here. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the game this weekend. I wish I could be there. I'm in, I'm in uh, Dallas for the uh, Tulane SMU game uh, there in the American. So, uh, But I'll be watching, uh, and I'll be having my producer keep giving me updates in my ear during that football game. Sounds good. All right, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Take care, man. Bye, guys. Ryan Leaf, who jumped on the Gopher bandwagon on July 29th. That I thought is, it was like September. He jumped on the summer, man. It's amazing. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Colaguard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.